Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking boy. Hey, bitches, what's up? I'm screaming in my closet right now. (laughs) It's like every time I get in here and I sit on the floor, I just laugh my ass off because I'm just like, here we are. Here we are. So today's podcast is all about how to create your ambitious legacy. I feel so strongly about this. And it wasn't until just recently where I was really like, what is my legacy? Uh, That's a question I think that we should start asking earlier more than later. But most girls in their 20s are like, fucking legacy. I'm just taking fireball shots at the club and, you know blowing random dudes. (laughs) I mean, that's what I was doing back in the early 2000s. Let's let's not get it twisted. I'm not sitting here saying I'm Mother Teresa, for Christ's sakes. But I mean, now I'm almost 40 years old and I'm like, okay, what is my legacy? What is my legacy? Other than children or any, I'm not talking about that as a legacy. I'm talking about, and I'm not talking about money either. I'm talking about like how you desire to be remembered long after you're gone, right? So I was listening to Robin Sharma. He's one of my favorite authors. He's written a bunch of books, but one of my favorite books that he has written is The 5 a.m. Club. And I was listening to it the other day while I was doing some yard work. And I've listened to it. I've read it so many times. I just love, love, love the book. And all of a sudden, I heard this uh, this George Bernard Shaw quote that I've never heard in my entire life. And George Bernard Shaw was um, this Irish playwright, and he, he has some bomb-ass quotes. Google him if you've never heard of him. But this is the quote that I want to read to you today that really struck a chord with me. Okay, here it is. This is the true joy in life. Being used for a purpose recognized by yourself as a mighty one. Being a force of nature instead of a feverish, selfish little clod of ailments and grievances. Complaining that the world will not devote itself to making you happy. I am of the opinion that my life belongs to the whole community. And as long as I live, it is my privilege to do for it what I can. I want to be thoroughly used up when I die. For the harder I work, the more I live. I rejoice in life for its own sake. Life is no brief candle to me. It is a sort of splendid torch, which I have got hold of for the moment. And I want to make it burn so brightly as possible before handing it off to future generations. That was good. It was good, Georgie. That was nice. I like it. And in Ambitious the Book, in uh, the 11th chapter, the 11th chapter is entitled Pave It Forward. So today I kind of want to give you 
the top five ways for you to really leave your ambitious footprint. That is like the biggest thing right now. Things are so uncertain. Things are all over the place. But one thing that you can do as an ambitious woman or man is to really focus on leaving something behind for future generations that they can use to help level up, to grow and evolve, even if it's just a memory. Okay. So before we get into the top five ways that I think you can leave your ambitious footprint, I want to just read a little bit from um, this, this chapter in the book. Uh, I, I just love this chapter in the book. It's right at the end. It's such a nice chapter. It really just ties the whole book uh, up together. So I'm just going to read a little excerpt from chapter 11, and it's called Creating an Ambitious Legacy. And it starts with a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson, and it says, the purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. A legacy, in case you didn't realize it, is about life, not death. Today's ambitious footprint is tomorrow's ambitious legacy. When I die, I want my epitaph to read, Here lies Katie, she was an HBIC, not Here lies Katie, she was a professional people pleaser and salty AF. So how do you leave that footprint and legacy? By waking up every day and saying things like, Who cares? by not being a fucking defeatist, by daring to be joyful of service and full of worth and confidence, by making an impact on others' lives. To do this, you don't have to be the richest or the prettiest or the skinniest. You don't have to wear Chanel or make a bajillion dollars or have a million followers on Instagram. You simply have to be your most authentic self and make a difference in as many people's lives as you can. Many of us know we will most likely never cure cancer, end world hunger, or be adopted into the Kardashian family. Therefore, our lives feel like they don't matter, or we feel inconsequential and unable to change anything. Nothing could be further from the truth. When you get up in the morning, set the intention to have an impact on the people closest to you that day. We have limited time on this earth. With everyone from your best friend to the grumpy barista, make those moments matter. Stop putting things off. Stop saying someday because someday is not a fucking day of the week. All we have is right here and right now. I hereby challenge you to live life deliberately. I challenge you to leave an ambitious legacy. Like right the fuck now. Here are the steps to living an ambitious legacy and leaving a footprint. You don't have to do them all. Just pick several and really commit to fulfilling them. Write them down. Commit them to memory. Tape them to the fridge. I don't fucking care as long as you do them. Each one of these steps has an impact on another person. Like dominoes, we all become more ambitious and truer to ourselves. Okay, so I want to just read. There's a bunch of bullet points in this chapter. So just hear what I'm saying. You don't have to do all of these. You don't, you don't have to do, you could only do one. I don't give a shit, but you have to choose something 
that is going to help you leave a legacy once you go. And I think that we don't think about these things, guys, and it's time to start thinking about them because we don't know when we're going to fucking go. You know, one day you're just living your best life and the next day you walk across the street and you get hit by a bus. I mean, this is just like, I'm not trying to be a, a fucking downer here, but like, this is the damn truth. This is being mortal. Okay. Live like you mean it. <laughs> Whatever that means to you. Share family stories with your children. Be transparent. Be a mentor. Pursue only your passion. This is a really good one, guys. Picture your 80th birthday and imagine what you want it to look and feel like. Write what you want etched on your tombstone. Add knowledge to your field. Write a book. Create a foundation. Pass down an heirloom. Volunteer. Start a business. Start a nonprofit organization. Write a wrong. Apologize. Pass down a skill. Pass down know-how. Write a legacy letter. Write a memoir. Record a video message for your loved ones. Create a scrapbook. Create a website. Bequeath money to charity. Leave money for your descendants. Start a blog. Pass down a handmade item. Pass down a recipe. Start a new program in your community. And as you do the above things, I want you to ask these questions to be sure your legacy is going to have the biggest impact on people around you. So guys, like if you're driving your car right now or you're playing with yourself or you're on the fucking treadmill, you might want to click me off and wait until you're sitting in a quiet space with a pen and a journal because I really want you guys to take this seriously. If you truly want to level up and you truly want to leave an ambitious legacy, it's time to ask yourself the questions and then fill in the blanks. How can I serve others? What do I want to leave behind? What lessons do I desire to pass on to the next generation? Whose lives will I have touched? How will the world be a better place because I was alive? What contributions do I want to make to my field? What kind of impact do I want to have on my community? What do I want my life to stand for? What do I want to be known for? What will those beyond my circle of friends remember me for? Some of you are reading this book and <laughs> might be saying, Katie, I'm 23 years old. I don't give a fuck about legacy. I'm too busy going to school, hooking up and drinking fireball shots. <laughs> well, that's all fine and good. But sooner or later, I promise you this legacy shit will start to weigh heavily on your mind. It is a human desire to leave something behind, to have mattered to the world and to be remembered long after you are gone. Will you do the work? Will you commit to the healing? Will you change the world? Will you be the next ambitch in history? That is the million dollar question. And guess who has the answer? You. Ah, you can hear me closing my book in my closet. <laughs> so that was just a little excerpt from the 11th chapter of Ambitious. Um, just to talk about the book really quick before we get into the top five ways to leave your ambitious footprint. Um, if you're listening to this right now, um, we actually uh, launched the book in hardcover. 
And we're doing this thing called a bitch box. And this fucking box is so cool. It's a custom ambitious box filled with all kinds of spiritual tools that I handpicked and reikied myself and created all by myself. And you get the book and a signed copy of the book with a personal message. And you get this book, guys, three months, three months before anyone else in the world can get this book. So we had a hundred copies. Um, and we had a hundred bitch boxes and they are totally sold out. So if you are looking to get your hands on this bitch box, go to www.kbmfc.com and sign up for, uh, the bitch box information. It's going to be a pop-up right on the homepage. And then when you buy this bitch box, you're actually also, um, added to a private ambitious book club. And this book club is amazing. It's a very small niche community of women, of like-minded women. And I serve, I educate, we read chapters of the book together. It's fucking beautiful. And then also on top of it, you're entered into a sweepstakes. There's some rules. When you buy your bitch box, you will get the rules in your bitch box. It's very, very OCD. You know I'm OCD. So the rules are very OCD. And if you follow them to a T, you're entered into winning a weekend all expenses paid getaway with yours truly to a five-star hotel. And we're going to be choosing um, the winners this fall because I want to give people a good three months to read the book and um, get the service in the book club and all that value and beauty and all those things that come along with being a um, ambitious insider. So head on over to kbmfc.com um, so that when the bitch boxes are replenished, you will be one of the first ones to get them. But right now they're totally sold out. How fucking awesome is this? I did not write this book to uh, sell millions of copies, even though I think it's going to happen. I wrote this book to really give true, genuine service and value. So I know that when you wake up every day to give service and value like no other, people just fall in love with you deeper and they end up being the people who tell all the other people about your book and who you are. So I'm not worried about sales. I am really just focused on giving all of you out there in ambitious land so much love, so much value, so much service like none other. Because I think so many people in the shelf help, that's right, I said shelf help space, they they say, oh, I want a community and I want a tribe and all this shit. And they're lying sacks of poo-poo. They're not speaking the truth. And one of my deepest core desired feelings is to have true connection with like-minded women. And that is what um, being part of this ambitious movement is all about. So get on over to kbmfc.com, sign up to get your inside track on when the next uh, bitch boxes are coming out. You're going to die when you see what's in it. You are literally like, this is the shit and the urine. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Okay, so let's get into my opinion on what the top five ways to leave your ambitious footprint are. So obviously, you know, I read a lot about it in from the book just recently, but this is like really breaking it down in a different way. Okay, here's my top five. You ready? All right, here we go. So number one is figure out your purpose and your mission here on earth. It is my true belief. And you guys might be like, you're, you're, you don't believe in God or you don't believe in this. That's blasphemy. No, no, no. This is my opinion. I believe in God. I believe in the universe. Remember, I'm a good Catholic girl. 
<laughs> Catholic girls gone wild. That's what I am. Um, I believe in God. I believe in a higher power. So don't send me your fucking hate mail that I'm like, you know, Satan. Bullshit. Suck it. Um, you have to really understand where I'm coming from. And this is my true belief. I believe, and I talk about this in the book, that when um, we are not incarnate, when we are not born in this three-dimensional reality, when our soul is wherever, some people believe our souls are sitting in heaven and we're angels, um, whatever your belief is, I think that you choose to come down here and you have a mission and a purpose. I don't give a flying fuck if your mission and purpose is to be a mosquito and bite the shit out of people at a 4th of July barbecue. I don't care what your purpose and mission is. Um, and how big or how small it is, but each one of our souls have a purpose and a mission. And I believe that you're just like chilling on a cloud somewhere and you're just like, you know, drinking top shelf calorie free margaritas and you're just like chilling. And then like God, goddess, universe, whatever you believe in it, that energy summons you and you go up and you're like, what's up? And you get handed a script and you read the script and you're like, oh, okay, so like, I'm going to be this person and this is who I'm going to marry and this is who my mom and dad are and this is who my siblings are and these are all the experiences I'm going to have. Almost like you are um, showing up at like the set of days of our lives to audition to be like hope. <laughs> this is so fucking 1987. And you're like, oh yeah, like, of course, like Stefano Demera can definitely like bury me alive and like, fuck off. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like total soap opera bullshit. And you agree to be this person and come down to this earth and incarnate in this body. And when you are born, you forget everything that you already learned. And part of you coming to this earth plane is to remember who the fuck you are in the first place. And by remembering and how to remember who you are in the first place is figuring out quickly what your purpose and what your mission is here on earth. So for me, um, creating an ambitious abundance affirmation, this is also in the book, guys, how to create it. All of my mistress minders, all of my goddess gathering girls, all of my protocolers, they all of all of them know that the first thing that they have to do to help them figure out their purpose and mission is to create this ambitious abundance affirmation. I teach it in the book. I teach it at my seminars. I teach it to my protocolers and everything. And we, we say this in the morning and we say this at night. I've actually talked about this on other podcasts as well. Um, so if you want to learn early before you get the book, go back to, um, I don't remember which podcast it is, but go back and figure it out. Scroll through that shit. And when you write this ambitious abundance affirmation and you say it every morning and every night, it helps to help you realize why you chose to be here. And for me, in my ambitious abundance affirmation, I say my purpose here on earth is to help awaken as many people on this earth to step into their ambitious power. That is my definiteness of purpose. So one, so number one is figure out your purpose and mission here on earth, okay? This is no small feat, okay? This could take years, guys. So don't like overthink it. Don't get stressed out. Just do it. Do the work. Number two, pinpoint your overall chief aim. So like, this is very different than your purpose and mission. Your overall chief aim is like, when you leave this earth, whenever that may be, 
And people talk about you when you leave, right? They say, oh, that, that bitch, Katie motherfucking Boyd. She helped me. She helped me find my power. She helped me wake up. She helped me heal. Whatever the hell it is. Those are the things, those were the overall chief aims that you want people to realize that that was what you were trying to do in the first place. You know, so many people just shuffle off this mortal coil and they die. And then everyone's like, oh, they were nice. And then they just move on with their day. Now, I don't want people when I die to like cry for me, Argentina, for the rest of their lives, even though that would be nice. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But I do, I do want people to talk about me long after I'm gone in a good way. And if they talk shit, I don't give a fuck either. Because, you know, I know I'm not everyone's fucking cup of tea. Okay. But I know that when I leave this earth, that people are going to say that I helped them wake up and I gave them the tools to live life ambitiously. So the second thing is pinpoint your overall chief aim for your life. And then number three, give ultimate value in everything you do. So one of the ways that I do this, guys, is every time I do something, I ask myself, how would I like to experience this thing if I was the one experiencing it, if I was the consumer of this thing, whether it's a blog, whether it's a book, whether it's a podcast, a protocol, uh, whatever it is, if I was the person sitting on the other side, how would I want to experience this? How would I want to feel after I listened to this thing or read this book or um, went on this retreat with me? And then I create the experiences around the highest value point that I think. If you guys know me, you truly know this bitch. You know that I am OCD, that I'm an overachiever. I'm a type A personality, but I also want to, I'm a perfectionist in a way where it's like, I always want to put myself out there at the highest level that I can. I want to be up in the rare air with all the other visionaries. That is my goal every day is like, okay, how do I be as high performance as I can? And then I create experiences and I give value around what I desire. So for instance, um, I was creating this really cool piece of swag with my daughter, Karina, and we hired someone to do this Photoshop work for it. And Karina kept coming to me and she was like, well, what do you think about this picture now? What do you think about this picture now? So this went on for like a week. And I just looked at her and I I go, you know me, you know that that is not perfect. It has to be perfect, Karina. Do you understand? I want to give perfect. And Karina's like, all right. And guess what? When I like pushed her to like step up and make something perfect for me, she was like so proud of it. And we ended up with the best possible outcome for this thing that we were creating. And I could have like a week beforehand just to rush the project, be like, yeah, 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 that's good. But that's not who I am ever, ever. And maybe, you know, a lot, well, not maybe, I know for a fact, people are like, you're such a freak. You're so crazy. Blah, 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 whatever. Okay. It has to be the best value. So ask yourself when you do something, how would you like to experience this experience? Even if it's cooking dinner for your family, even if it's washing your car, even if it's like 
you know, lotioning your body after a shower. I know this stuff sounds like small and minuscule, but it's not because people who live 1% and 2% lives, they are doing everything to that level, you know? So number three is giving ultimate value in everything you do. And then number four is serve, serve, serve. I know you've heard me say this before. Serve, serve, serve. So Gandhi once said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Let me say that again for the people in the back. The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. I had a really good friend of mine the other day, Kristen Tellier. She was texting, we were texting back and forth and she was like, oh my God, Katie, I just feel so fucking disconnected. And I was like, girl, you're speaking my language. I feel so disconnected too. And we were going back and forth and back and forth. And finally she like texted me back. She's like, oh my God, I just had like this aha moment. And I was like, tell me, because this is how I talk to my friends. We don't fucking gossip about people. We don't talk shit about frivolous stuff. We talk about big motherfucking picture shit. And if you're ambitious, you will follow suit. But she says, the reason why I felt so disconnected is because I wasn't connecting. And I said, remember, we're always connected to source. Source, divine, God, universal energy is always like, yo, where are you? Come on, connect to me. Pray, meditate, ask for my help. I'm here, I'm waiting. But we are the humans that are living in this like, three-dimensional human experience that we think that we are not God-like and we think that we're not part of the universe, but the universe is us and we are the universe. We are God and the God is within us, guys. So if you feel disconnected, the first thing that you should do is step up and serve someone else. So I always tell people, and I say this in my book as well, is if I'm having a bad day, I always, like if I'm just like having a pity party, I'm just like, everything sucks. And like, dude, get don't get it twisted. Like I have days like that, like probably half the week and that's just normal, right? Because I'm fucking human. So if you're feeling the same way, it's because you're human. Give yourself a goddamn break. But what I do is I say, okay, if I feel like a bag of smashed assholes, then how do other people feel that maybe don't have as many tools as I have and I've gained and I've, you know, learned over the years to help pull me out of the shit pit quicker. And you know what I do? I'll text someone or I'll call a friend and I'll just be like, hey, I'm just checking in on you. And they're like so grateful for me checking in on them and just like giving, like lending them an ear to vent or talk. It like changes my energy. It makes me feel like so purposeful, so good about myself. And then all of a sudden, all of my energy just shifts. It's really amazing how that works, guys. So number four is serve, serve, serve. And last but not least, number five is wake up with intention and attention every day and never stop. So, so many people wake up and they just roll the fuck over and they grab their phone and they go on Facebook and they start going down into the fucking depths of hell. Okay. Oh, it's so frustrating when I talk to my clients and they're just like, oh yeah, I got right on fucking social media this morning. I'm like, uh, dude, that's a rule. We don't do that. Because as soon as you give your power away by checking your email in the morning or checking your text or checking social media, you are now like just throwing yourself on the rack. 
you have just given up all your power. But if you wake up and you set your intentions of like, okay, God, goddess, universal life force energy, my intention today is to, you know, help as many people as I can, you know, with A, B, and C, whatever service or goods or value or whatever you provide, right? But so for me, you know, I wake up every morning and I say, you know, God, goddess, universal life force energy, help me help as many people as I can wake up and live life ambitiously and step into their power. That is always my intention. And then throughout the day, I give attention to those things that I know are going to help catalyze these people. So whether it's doing a podcast or writing a blog or going live on my social media or just like posting or reaching out to a friend or helping a client like discover something or have an aha moment, that is my everyday life. And you know what, guys? You don't do it for a day or a week or a month or a year. You do it every motherfucking day for the rest of your life because that is what being the head bitch in control of your ambitious life is all about, okay? So those were my top five ways to leave an ambitious footprint. I hope that you liked the excerpt of chapter 11 of Ambitious the Book. Don't forget to get on over to www.kbmfc.com and sign up for all of the information about the book. And also go on over to the tab on my website that says Level Up because that is where you're going to find the Ambitious 28-Day Protocol, the Ambitious 365-Day Protocol, the Goddess Gatherings, my Ambitious Business Mistress Mind, all of the most incredible things. You can even do a full day immersion with me virtually. You know, right now we're all still in quarantine, so I'm doing everything virtually. But get on over there and check out how you can work with me in a group format or one-on-one and really truly take your life to the next level. And, you know, I don't do any advertising on the Ambitious Podcast, so my one ask for me showing up and doing this work for you is to share this podcast with as many women and men as you can that you think that will help take their lives to the next level. And if you do this on your social media, on Facebook um, or on uh, Instagram, use the hashtag ambitious. Make sure that you spell it right. It's A-M-B-I-T-C-H-I-O-U-S. Okay, don't spell it wrong because I won't be able to see. And I will share you, I'll repost you, I'll give you um, some love and some nurturing just to thank you so much for helping this ambitious movement grow to what I know that it's going to be. So thank you for sharing these moments with the HBIC. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday. Love y'all. 